My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. You're missing one very, very important step on that slide, Jeff. Uh, Which you're one? missing the, You're missing the Election Infrastructure Information Sharing and Analysis Center and the Department of Homeland Security yeah teaming up for cybersecurity infrastructure, which includes now disinformation, so that anybody that talked about anything that you just said right there was gone. You control the media, you control the narrative, you control the populace, and you can pull off that whole big steal that you just put right there. Yeah, actually, I agree with you there. I I included those actually under the other ones. So when I talk about registration, a lot of people have dealt with registration. And thank God there's folks working hard on trying to get the voter registration cleared out. But let's talk about Eric for a second, because people don't understand what's been done there. Oh, sorry. No, wrong not, wrong not, Eric. Sorry. Not, the electronic wrong, wrong Eric. I got a guy. I just, yeah. sorry. I had yeah. Eric in the brain. No, there's Eric. <laughs> yeah. We found Eric. Not that Eric. All right. <laughs> it, sorry. I had never thought about that before. We've got two Eric's here and they're both got a problem. So, uh, Eric, these states and New Mexico is one of them hands over the complete, uh, motor data, motor vehicle, uh, license database to Eric hands over the complete voter registration rolls to Eric. Uh, with the idea that Eric's going to process those things and help us clean them up. They're going to make sure that these people really exist in your state, that they're real people, not fake people. They're not a dog. They're, you know, they're not phantoms and so on. So that's, that's the theory. And then, of course, this is all funded by Soros and, and other folks like that uh, that have fu- funded this kind of thing. So then what they do is they send back to your state a list saying, hey, we found a bunch of people in your state who are not registered to vote, but they look like real people in your state. We just thought we'd let you know that. Well, as a bad guy, I love that. Now, what they do on the surface is say, thank you very much. We're going to give those to all our county clerks and our county clerks are going to mail stuff out to these people and tell them, you know, you really ought to register to vote. But what if something else happens that we kind of see in New Mexico? And that is, uh, if you can put up the chart for me that has the uh, three different uh, bar graphs for registrations in New Mexico, the state of New Mexico, yeah, that one there. There we go. So what happened, that top one, uh, it's hard to read this, guys. I'll just tell you, it's running 100 and some per week. Uh, these are actually each bar is a day. So per week in 2017, it's, it's running at 150 or something like that. 
You'll notice uh, starting in 2018, it jumps up to 400 and some, uh, a little over 400 uh, a day, okay? And then in um, the next year, it jumps up even higher and it's hitting uh, more like 450 uh, or so uh, per, per day. So the, these numbers are absurd. The state of New Mexico has turnover of about 60,000 people a year. We're not a big state, <laughs> 2 million people in the state. Of that 60,000 that turn over, at least half of them are kids, not eligible to vote. So how in the world are we getting in 2019 and 2020 and 2018, a hundred and some thousand registrations per year? When we have maybe 30,000 people at the most who are moving into the state, it doesn't make any sense. What happened in 2017, the beginning of 2018, you saw it was very low and then it goes up to like a factor of three, is that's when our DMV was directly connected to our voter registration database. So now the computers are totally in charge. Hmm. Eric does their, we send the data to Eric, Eric does their thing, they send it back to us, now a computer program can register people. You don't even have to uh, have a person show up. The computer can do it. And Aaron Clements did some analysis. I did some analysis where you look at it and you say, wait a second, these registrations are coming in on such a regular daily basis, repeating that there's something wrong here. It, it can't be that regular. And if you go back in history uh, prior to all of this, it wasn't that regular but it's very regular. It looks like a computer is adding people into the system. And these are the ideal people to put on the voter rolls because they've been vetted by Eric as being real people with real addresses. But they, what you don't know is maybe they live in another state. Maybe they've actually been dead for a while. You know, maybe they moved to another county, who knows? Maybe they were uh, in this state 30 years ago where they come from. Now, why would you want to do that as a bad guy? Why do you want to bulk up the rolls? And there's a chart uh, that you could pull up that shows um, the shifting of, of uh, votes. It's, it's called tagging. You, the tagging one that I have, if you could pull that one up. There why would go. you want to do that? Okay. I'm not going to go into great detail here, but I've mentioned elsewhere that we found in the New Mexico database that the database is actually tagged. It's instrumented. And what it shows, in the top one, it shows the not tagged entries, and the bottom one, it shows the tagged entries. And what you notice is there's a very significant shift where the Republican uh, voters are tagged less. The independents, DTS stands for declined to specify, so they didn't specify any party. And in New Mexico, they're ridiculously high. They've bolted it up to where there's almost as many DTSs independents in the state as there are Republicans, which is kind of ridiculous. But what you see is they're tagging these people at a much, much higher rate um, than they are the Republicans. It looks to me, I can't prove it right now, but it looks to me like what they're doing is actually matching up which what we've seen on the ground in Otero, what we've seen in Maricopa, which is people vote, but then what you have to do if you're going to systematically shift votes in your machines, you have to have the, the voter history 
approximately match what you did. So what you do is have the computers go in and take and not mark certain people, in this case the Republicans, and say they didn't vote, and instead mark independents, DTSs, that didn't vote, but you mark them as having voted. So you can get rid of that slide, but that's the reason why you want to bulk up the rolls is you want to get a ton of people on the rolls who especially are in this in-between. They're not any party. They're neither one of the major parties because now you can use them either way. The bad guys want a lot of people on the rolls who are not likely to vote, either because they're not real or they're in some category like maybe they're an illegal immigrant that somehow got uh, registered to vote and they're going to be scared to go to vote because they know they shouldn't vote. Uh, they want a lot of people on there that are not going to vote because then they can mark them as having voted. And when I say they, I mean a computer algorithm can do that. This doesn't take people. This is done behind the scenes by computer algorithms, not by people. Does that make sense? It does. So that's, so that's the registration. The other thing I'll tell you about this that I don't know if I highlighted last time, but the polls. So if you remember in 2016 and again in 2020, the pollsters were ready to pull their hair out. Now, many pollsters are, you know, they fix their polls. They, they aren't honest pollsters, and we know that. There's people out there that are rigging polls. But you know what? There are honest pollsters out there who are trying really hard to get it right, and they didn't get it right either. And so I want to talk to those people. Here's my theory, and I've heard no one explain, no pollster or anybody else, how they got the polls wrong. Here's my theory. If you mark people as having voted in that in-between category who actually did not vote, but then the pollsters use the previous turnout to do their poll, that's how they decide how many mini pollsters, how they decide what the sampling is supposed to be is they do it based on previous turnout. Okay, do you follow that? So if they do that and it's been artificially shifted, when you go do the poll, guess what? It's going to be artificially shifted by the amount that the votes were shifted because you're polling the wrong people. A percentage of them, a high percentage of them, like 15% are the wrong people. And if you remember, they were literally off in many areas by 15%. They or had more. Biden winning or more. So I'm claiming that a possible explanation is that who voted is not properly recorded in the databases in many states. And that is why the polls are off. And if you could go back and find out who actually voted in those elections and take that shift out, the polls could be corrected, and you'd probably get a much more accurate poll. All right, so let me ask a question for the for the audience that I think that, because you, you get really deep, and people are going, um, is there an explanation that everything's fine? Is that a plausible explanation across the board in all these different elections that, the, that, that everything's fine across in the elections across the United States? It's just coincidence. Yeah, yeah. So here's, you know, I had put up uh, before, uh, I don't know if you guys still have it, but last time we talked, I put up that quote from that auditor. And basically he said, when you see one red flag, two red flags, when you're doing a financial audit, you say, okay, someone made a mistake, a human screwed up, 
I'm going to find it, track it down. I'm going to talk to that person. I'm going to tell them what they did, and they're going to admit it. And then we're going to, you know, get them corrected, trained better, so they won't do that stupid thing again. But when the auditor finds red flags everywhere they look, the auditor knows, okay, there's fraud going on here. I just got to dig until I get to the bottom of it and find out how they did it. That's what an auditor, I'm told, works. That's the quote, basically. He also quotes and says, when you see, on the paragraph that follows that quote, when you see a system that is purposely extra chaotic, you know it's there for a reason. They want to confuse you. They want to make it difficult to spot an, a, a problem. And I got to tell you, this system is way extra chaotic on purpose. There is all kinds of stuff that should not exist in our election system, and it's there. I mean, let's take, for example, on the registrations. Same-day registration? That's insane. You wake up one morning and decide you're going to vote that day? I mean, that election's been known for years when that election was going to be. And there's no reason you should wake up on election day and decide you want to vote that day. And if you do, you're so irresponsible that you shouldn't be allowed to vote, in my opinion. And that's not voter suppression. That's Look, voting is a right, but it's also a responsibility. If we're going to vote, we should, at, should be able to show up somewhere, show our face, register to vote, make sure we're a real person, and do it months before the election. So we're not trying to figure out voter rolls on the day of the election or the week before the election. There's enough work for election workers to not have to do the insanity of trying to vet people on election day. Uh, the election workers will tell you this. This is crazy. The county clerks will tell you this. Having same-day registration is nuts, and yet it's going on in New Mexico and many other states are doing crazy, chaotic stuff that just makes no sense. It doesn't belong there but it really makes the system a mess. You know, it's even crazier what? is people that What's people that? that register in Michigan on same day and don't vote because that happened a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think out of like 55,000 same day registrations, like 26,000 of them did not vote. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. 
Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. That's impossible. That makes no sense. I, that may, exactly. That makes zero sense to me, but that's, a, that's according to the QVF out there in Michigan. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's why same-day registration is a problem. Um, now, let me, let me tell you, you why, as a, bad, as a bad guy, I would do that. Okay? It doesn't make sense, but if you're a bad guy, it makes sense. And the reason is, the explanation in places like Philadelphia, where they said, you know, the votes are just, there were more votes than there were registered voters, they say, oh, yes, but same-day registration. you got to take into account, you know, we had 500,000 people register on Election Day. That's why we have 500,000 extra votes. So... If you're a bad guy, you want to throw in a ton of same-day registrations because you don't know how much you're going to have to cheat at the last minute. You've done your level one, you've done your level two, you've done your level three, and oh no, it wasn't enough. <laughs> we, we've got to have a plan C here, okay? Which is back up the truck and start dumping ballots in. And we better have a bunch of same-day registrations so that we can cover them, all right? And we have video so of that at Gateway Funding, by the way. The, the, the yes, truck coming in in the middle of the night, there's video of that at Gateway Pundit. I've, I've seen it. I've seen that video of it backing up the truck. And I think it was Philadelphia, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, so, Detroit, Detroit. Detroit. Oh, it was Detroit. Okay, that's right. Uh, so that's why you do it as a bad guy. Again, it's a red flag. It doesn't make sense that so many people would register to vote on Election Day, period, anywhere. And then they didn't even vote. Well, okay. so so if we if we start looking at this, Jeff, you, you've looked at it from a, a system engineering, from a software standpoint. You've put ballots through the system. Uh, you were, you know, notoriously, you're like, listen, I just want to get to the bottom of the truth. If we if we walk through a couple of things, and I call them deviations, everyone's kind of adopted that there's four standard deviations. If those deviations occur, then we should audit the. We should literally look at every ballot, paper ballot. That is behavioral mm -hmm. deviations. Right, so deviations of behavior, deviations of technology, deviations of math and science, right? So just basic deviations. Um, and so as we start with the first be devi deviation, which is behavior, so we just look at behavior yeah. for a minute. Was there a blown pipe th that you know of, and, and Brian, you know this too, was there a blown pipe in Atlanta that caused them to have to clear out the deal? No, no. Okay. So that never happened. No. Well, there was some sort of toilet overflow or something that okay. occurred, but it was taken care of very quickly. It, yeah, in the morning. It was in the morning. Yeah, they reported that in the <laughs> evening, yeah, that it, they shut down because of that problem in the evening, but it was taken care of in the morning. Yeah. So, so that's a deviation in behavior. Did they run ballots through the system over and over and over and over again? Did that happen? We see it in Detroit. There was testimony eyewitness testimony of a third-party contractor who said, I watched the person run the same batch, thousands of, you know, thousands of ballots. Uh, she estimated, I think, in that testimony, something like 20, 30,000 ballots were, were duplicated. The same ballots run over 20, 30,000 times. Okay. Was there a man that went from New York to Philadelphia and delivered a truck full of ballots? Did that actually happen? far as I know in the no. recording his Did trailer it? got stolen his trailer got stolen 
it, it just went. You're talking about Jesse Morgan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he drove. He drove from from Pennsylvania. He picked up his trailer in uh, I think it was in New Jersey, and when he went to go deliver his goods, he 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 parked it overnight. And when he went to go pick it up the next day, the trailer was gone, and it was full of 24 you know pallets full of ballots. Uh, so he he didn't personally deliver them. He had them on his truck, and he doesn't know where his trailer went. He didn't deliver them, actually, is, is what the better word is. And and Phil Klein still stands by that by that testimony, by the way. Okay. So that was real, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did they have ballots delivered in the middle of the night in Detroit? Yep. yep. Was Edison Zero a real thing? Did they zero out across all 50 states all of the ballots on the Edison program, Edison side of things, because it goes from Dominion to Seidel, Seidel to Edison, Edison, New York Times, and all those APIs. Did that actually happen? Appeared to. When you got in the machines, and did the ballots match up? Did the system do what it was designed to do? Was there Were there changes in what you went into the machines with? And what the output was? Yeah, it did not do what it should have done. So you see that in Antrim. Will they give us access to the ballots? Yeah. Will they give yeah. us ac- Will they give us access to the source code? Every, every place we've looked, they've shut us down. I mean, even like trying to get CIDL data and so on. I mean, it all of a sudden. They said they lost it and they didn't have, they couldn't get, a, they didn't have backup copies and all kind of ridiculous nonsense. Um, you know, some no-name company in Spain called Seidel, right? So uh, the whole thing was nuts, but that's what happened. It, it's chaos. And, and back to the thing, when you see chaos everywhere in the system, you know, Jeff. a pile of red flags, everywhere you look, it's a red flag. There's fraud underneath it. And and we can were every ballot box except for the ones that were set aside for the risk limited audit were every ballot box in Maricopa County open and compromised when they got them. According to a guy that, to the personal guy I I know that was there, all of the boxes were unsealed except the first pallet of them were sealed. Okay, every other pallet was unsealed. Did they find SQL databases? on the systems, on the computers that were inspected? Every one of them, Maricopa, uh, Michigan, and New Mexico. If you put just half of this information together, see, this is why I like to really slow it down for everyone. These are all things that are, was there over 5,000 affidavits that were signed during ele- for the election? Yeah, yep. Canvas, canvas results, another big one. Okay, I mean, this is this is the part where when they say Ferris safest election, this is when the Wayne Williams and the Jenna Griswold and the you know uh, Biden and the you know Kemp and all of these people when they speak, they they speak up here, TikTok video, the first thirty seconds, and we have all this information that makes them out yeah. to be the liars they are. Yeah. And Joe, one of the reasons you can discredit this and, and the quote that everybody has about the fa- safest, securest selection goes back to 
you know, the DHS. And, and if you look at that, they came out with that 10 days after the election. 10 days. And before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more and you are concerned about the future. And how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented If you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's 855-965-5545 or text the word FREEDOM to 998899. Again, that's 855-965-5545, or text FREEDOM to 998899. Now, in 10 days, I mean, the affidavits were still being written, and, and things were just coming out. There's no way that the DHS did any investigation of anything, anywhere. And in fact, over the months, all the places I went, the one thing we did not see was any kind of investigation from any government authority. There was no DHS, there was no FBI, there was no one doing investigations. In fact, we were told that they were shut down, okay? So then when they come out and say, like Bill Barr came out and said, we have not seen widespread evidence of a problem with the elections. Well, he can say that honestly, because he didn't look anywhere. The US government did not look anywhere and yet they stated and made everybody believe it was a clean election. Same with the DHS. It's provably logically false. You can falsify the statement that it was the cleanest, safest election being said 10 days after the election. And, and what did and, he do? And, Call up a bunch of his computer buddies and say, hey guys, do you think the computers worked right? You know, I mean, the kind of stuff I do, there's no way they would even know. And based on what they've approved and certified and, and their processes, you know, I wouldn't trust them to bake, you know, cookies, Christmas cookies. So I want to tell you guys, nobody was talking about the machines on November 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th. 7th I was. Because that's when Antrim County, yeah, that's the, the second we found out about Antrim County, I was posting Dominion. I actually was probably one of the first people and I didn't have a I didn't have a huge platform at all but I was one of the first people out there I had a post go viral about Dominion voting systems that flipped in Antrim County on like November 6th I think and then November. that night Hannity talked about it briefly it was like the 6th or the 7th I think well so I I looked for that I needed to find that then cuz cuz one of the things that I, I went through and going back past I went all the way back in time and uh, I'm trying to figure out if I can find it right now on my um, Facebook page. But I put a post out. I was out hunting. And I put a post out on November. Let's see if I can find it. Search. November 2020. 
Um, I put a post out on November 6th that literally walked through all the things related to, or actually it was just basically saying, hey, look, I'm going to come out with something on Friday, on Monday, right? And, and as I went through it, so tell me what that date is, if you would, please, because I think it's important that we do this, and I'm trying to find it. But I said, I got, I got, I got to come out and talk about this. Like, this is what happened. I didn't know anything about Dominion. So the reason why I'm bringing that up is because, Jeff, no one was talking about, no one was digging into the machines. As soon as they started digging into the machines and coming up with stuff, they didn't ask questions result of that. They just said, save us fair selection, debunk, debunk, debunk. Here's a couple fact checkers. Everything's got to go. There was no curiosity across the board. Space, safe as fair selection, U.S. history. No, everything's fine. Nobody, please don't look under the covers. Don't look at the covers. Persecute, persecute, persecute. They're bad people. They're bad people. And no matter who came out, they all became the devil. Right. Well, and don't, and don't forget, on December... 13th, a month after Chris Krebs made that safest, accurate, whatever election ever, on December 13th, we find out that this Solar Winds Orion hack, you know, went all throughout the Department of, I mean, just every department in the U.S. and the federal government. But of course, it was the Orion and Dominion who used Solar Winds. They only used the Surview, so that didn't impact them, even though they had no idea the extent of the Solar Winds hack at that point in time. But they were assured that Dominion did not have any issues from it because they use SolarWinds Serview and not SolarWinds Orion, which ironically, Chris Krebs now has retired uh, from CISA and he is now working with Alex Stamos of the Stanford Observatory Institute, uh, a st standard Stanford Internet Observatory, whatever it is. Um, and their first their first con uh, co consult is SolarWinds. The, the Krebs Stamos group. I just wrote an article about it today. Their first, their first firm that they're working with is Solar Winds. I need to do a quick read for one of our sponsors. Um, this podcast brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like somebody's always watching you on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. We've talked a lot about IP Vanish. They've been a, a partner of the show for quite some time now. But IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you stream media. Um, you can use IPVanish on a limited device at the same time without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones. Um, it's, and, and for our listeners, they're, they're offering an incredible 70% off your yearly plan to our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button. You're instantly protected. I will tell you that there are some apps that you have to turn off if you're using like ring apps or things like that you have to turn it off in order to actually access it because it has to have a localized ip address but um that's just something you just learn when you get it but you, you get to keep them from getting access to most of your information uh, those apps just need it to make it necessary to validate who you are uh, so go to ipvanish.com daily use promo code daily you do have to use the slash daily so ipvanish.com daily use promo code daily and claim your 70 percent savings you can't wow. make this stuff up no, you really yeah. can't. You really can't. You, you mentioned the the CISA. Uh, there's a, can you pull up that that uh, first page of that CISA bulletin that came out in August of this year on the Dominion machines? Uh, I, I want to point out the, the absurdity of DHS. And so this this was a basically heavily redacted thing. It's called TLP white, which means it could be released to anybody in the public. They have yellow and red where there's other more damaging stuff that they didn't release 
and and because they don't want any bad guys to get it so so now only the bad guys have it but uh so i don't know if you can find that one it's the uh, vulnerabilities affecting dominion voting systems image cast uh if if, if you can find that one and pull there we go yeah. right here yeah so, yeah if you can focus in on the summary section or on that first page so uh, second paragraph there, uh, exploitation of these vulnerabilities would require physical access to individual image cast X devices, access to the election management system, or the ability to modify files before they are uploaded to image cast X devices. Um, they basically say uh, up above uh, the first paragraph at the end, last sentence, while these vulnerabilities present risks that should be mitigated as soon as possible, so I said, there's no evidence that these vulnerabilities have been exploited in any elections. So once again, they have no evidence, uh, but of course they haven't looked for any evidence, so they have no evidence, so they can say that. But what, what they're saying here basically is, look, these machines have some issues, um, and, and down below they give the technical details, which when you look at it, it blows you away. We're not gonna go through all of them, but um, once you go down to 2.5, uh, we'll look at just that one, uh, maybe 2.3, 2.2.3, and 2. You go up to 2.2.3. Uh, the reason is there's this whole class of uh, hidden functionality. Uh, the ability to print tapes out falls under hidden functionality. Uh, you know, the paper tapes. Uh, they tested this version, a terminal application, a terminal emulator application. Uh, which could be le leveraged by an attacker to gain elevated privileges on a device and or install malicious code. So there was something on there, a terminal emulator, that basically once you're on the machine, you could do whatever you wanted to that machine. Go down to 2.2.5 if you would. That's the only other one I want to touch on here. And that is, the tested version of ImageCast X can be manipulated to cause arbitrary code execution by specially crafted election definition files. An attacker could leverage this vulnerability to spread malicious code to image cast X devices from the EMS. Now, what, what I want you to notice here, specially crafted election definition files. Do you remember my May 2021 video where I swapped the votes? Those were specially modified election definition files. And I've written election, uh, an expert witness report that you can do that centrally they lead you to believe here that you have to have physical access to the EMS or to the tabulator to do this. And I'm telling you, you don't. That election file can be modified way upstream. And basically they say in this report, oh, they can run malicious code and do anything they want on that tabulator. And I'm telling you, this could be done way upstream. You don't even have to be in the state. You don't even have to be in the United States. You could be in some foreign country and you get into the server wherever they're running that election event designer and you hack that and and now you're in how many people would you or need one hmm. that's that's <laughs> the part that everyone needs to understand it only takes one person one, one person seven billion yeah. people you don't think one person would try this i mean the one guy did it cool. in alaska guys it's worse than that okay so you, you've introduced me before you know i've done nation state level vulnerabilities the bad guys our bad our adversaries in the world number one they want to make sure we can't use our nuclear weapons if we ever had a situation where we needed to number two on the list as a bad guy should be would be 
defeat, subvert the election system. Because you never have to fire and you can take the country over. If you get to select who leads a country, who the judges are, what the constitutional question answers are, who your leaders are at the state level, who your leaders are at the national level, if an adversary can select those people, they own our country if they can do that. And this system is so full of Swiss cheese that I guarantee you our adversaries are looking at it and they have unlimited resources, they have unlimited people. They could put 4,000 people on this task if they wanted to and fund them all to do it, right? They have the resources to do it. Our adversaries have that kind of resources. I guarantee you they are working on it if they haven't already done it. In fact, one of the things my little team joked about was that, you know, we think we see multiple subversions going on. And then we laughed and said, you know, this makes sense. That over time, this thing is so full of holes that different entities probably put in different subversions. And the biggest problem would be trying to make sure your subversion didn't trip over someone else's subversion that right. was already in the system as a bad guy. So, for example, there's some indication in the machines in New Mexico that there's a low level, like a 3% shift in uh, the election day tabulators. We had some data that showed a really low level shift, like two or 3% shift, which years ago, that could win you a lot of elections. A lot of elections were so close that if you could shift at 3%, no one's gonna notice that and you're gonna win the election. The kind of stuff I've seen in 2020, my data analysis, the math and science you talked about, says to me that we were seeing 30% shifts, okay? Not 5%, we were seeing on the order of 15% move from one candidate to another, which is a total of the 30% delta in some locations. Okay, you see 34% right there. But that's not the hey, only one. I'm talking about a lot of data. Yeah, gentlemen, real quick, yeah. I, I do have to go. Uh, Me too. Jeff, it's been so a we're pleasure. Gonna... Okay. It's been an absolute pleasure, sir. But and I Joe, can't leave without for... doing a prayer. So, Brian, you can't go anywhere until I do a prayer. So we'll re Look, all I right, could do this up. all day long, so we're no. going to do a prayer. But hey, before you, now, be Jeff, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, now, I was just going to say one thing we haven't talked about. Maybe we'll do it another day. Is what do we do about it? Okay. So I have some recommendations on how we change this, what we replace this with. Instead of just saying we have to replace it, everybody says let's just go to paper and hand count. Yeah, it. that's uh, what I want to do. We we have to uh, decomputerize the system. We need to decouple it decomputerize it as much as possible. But there are places where computers can be used in a much more secure way than we're currently using them in a very isolated way and make it manageable to do these elections. So I have some recommendations. Uh, maybe another time we can talk about those and try to push those out to people. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut this up, make it more dissectable. Yes. Separate federal and state elections. That would do it. Absolutely, that's one of the things. In fact, I'd say federal, state, and county should be three and different count. elections. Amen. Yep. That will make you could hand count that in in, in hours. Yep. Separate them out. Mm -hmm. so, so, but I wanted to put this up if I could really quickly. It was it was at ten o two p.m. I was sitting in a cabin um, of my friends, November sixth. Um, remember, I run a data company. I have lots of amazing friends. Money will disclose and uncover what will be one of the biggest links to the entire voter fraud case you've ever seen. Not kidding, it's not over. So this, this was November 6th. Take it down. And then that Monday, 
Because the seventh, they didn't even count the election, by the way, till the seventh. They didn't, they didn't call it till the seventh, right? But we knew what they were doing. We just didn't call it till the seventh. And I think it was the ninth was that Monday. Um, probably one of the freakiest things I've had to go through, if I recount everything, was the pressure on that day of what do I do with this? And I had decided at 10 o'clock at night that I had to stand out. Actually, I got my wife's approval. She's like, yeah, I guess go at it. So I did. Um, yeah, so that's it. We're going to pray. Sorry, guys, that it went so long, but there's a lot of good information. Please share it. Become an ambassador of truth. Brian, thanks for coming in. Uh, I do appreciate you very much for popping in. Jeff, as me. always, thank you. So let's pray. Father God, thank you for these two incredible men. Thank you for Jeff's diligence. Thank you for his courage. Thank you for his stamina, the ability to stand in the gap and to speak truth unequivocally, regardless of what the parroted media may try to do to sequester or to silence that truth. Father, thank you for the work that, that Brian has done to put it all out there, the, the articles that he writes on Gateway Pundit, his uh, his unquenchable thirst for truth, his unquenchable for thirst for accountability, Father. Father, I ask you to put a special blessing on both of these men. I ask you to bless their health. I ask you to bl bless their commitment. Give them extra strength. Give them, commit give them wisdom to know how to navigate the, the different hallways of, of corruption, And just evil that's around them. Father, I just, I just ask you to, to protect them, Father. Protect their hearts and their minds as people sling mud at them. As Demcast goes out and creates false individuals that, that are fake bots that, that attack these men, I would just ask you to protect them. I would ask you to shine a light on the truth, Father. Amen. Fathers, please, please bless their families, bless their finances. Please bless those in the audience that they may become purveyors of truth, that they may become ambassadors of truth, that they may spread the word of what is really happening in our country to wake up even those that are still sleeping. I would ask you to arm them with the information that they need, the truth that they need, in order to combat those that say that there's nothing to see here. And Father, I would ask you to give those people that are in the audience, that are, that are in our communities, the courage to stand up, to become the lesser magistrates, to stand up in the face of all the fraud that exists, the attack on our children, the attack on our community, the, the, the